This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Pod Sauce, your podcast discovery show. I am Alicia Renee. And I'm Dax Holt. Uh, our next guest is a host of a show that, well, one, I love books. Mm-hmm. Me loves to read. I like listening to people read books to me. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Not for everyone. I'm an avid reader. This guy is also Trey Elling, host of Books on Pod. What's up, Trey? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. uh, Before we get into it, break down. Give us the the elevator pitch of uh, Books on Pod. So Books on Pod is rooted in, much like you, my love of books and my desire to have conversations with the authors of those books. Now, the podcast is more than that at this point. It really is uh, conversations that I seek out with authors, filmmakers, and in some cases, just interesting people who have fascinating stories to tell. But it always has been and will be rooted in my desire to read more books and basically take open book tests with the conversations that I have with the authors afterwards. Now, um, one of my earliest memories of falling in love with reading, Trey, was uh, I was in the fourth grade and Miss Watley, Jody Watley, actually, which is hilarious. We're getting there was details a here. Well, because it is, <laughs> and I'm sure, and I'm asking, I'm phrasing this uh, in a, this way uh, for a reason, but uh, boxcar kids. Oh, that was a good set. Boxcar kids and <laughs> Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret Ann um, are the two books that just for some reason, oh, and Aesop's Fables. Did you know, and I'm sure Trey knows this, but originally <laughs> Aesop's Fables was like a horror thing. Am I lying? Like the stories that the our version of Hansel and Gretel and Cinderella was not the, or- <laughs> the original, but that's not what I fell in love with in the third grade, but that's, that's where I fell in love with reading. What is your earliest memory of falling in love with books and reading? My earliest love with reading is a little bit different from books. So with reading, it was actually thumbing through a popular magazine here in Texas, not just Austin, but across the state of Texas. Football is obviously king in Texas. And there's this right. annual magazine called Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Thumbing through that and reading about the players and coaches and what was supposed to be the good teams that year. They would have some college and pro coverage as well. And then uh, really uh, my learning as a kid was very fueled by a love for sports. So one of the first books that I can recall reading and really enjoying was Bo Knows Bo, the (laughs) autobiography of Bo Jackson when he was still at the height of his powers and just 
some of the superhero stories, not only from his time in professional and college sports, but also what he was like as a kid too. So Trey, you having a podcast about books, are you having to read through these books super fast because you're going to have a huge guest on the following because I mean I feel that pressure sometimes with mm -hmm. listening to podcasts so I got to imagine that pressure is there with you having to listen, read a book and interview that person that's coming up that week. Are you doing just tons of that? I am, yes. It's uh, in some cases three books a week oh and if I'm, being, if I'm being completely honest, not every word gets read on weeks <laughs> like that but I really, I really do try and make sure that I have a good idea of what uh, most every page in that book is saying. And I'm jotting notes and writing questions and dog-earing these books. Yes, I have a, li a library at home that uh, cannot be resold because too many pages are folded over. And then what I do after I write these questions down is I go back through and transcribe them onto a Word document so that I can have usually three to four pages of questions for an hour, sometimes 30 minute conversation. I have different avenues that I can pursue uh, based on the previous answer that that person has given me. It's like, you know, Trey says all of this, but then cut to the footage of him at your local library, checking out the Cliff Notes version. like, you're not getting me this week. But, um, yep. I, I do, I do wish more Cliff Notes versions existed. That would probably make my life a little bit easier. Because look, there there are so many good books out there. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, guys. As somebody who, in the last couple of years, has released more than 200 episodes, most of those are on books. There are some really bad books out there too, and a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of filler being used in between the interesting points being made. Hey, we hear you. I've I've listened to some podcasts, and I was like, well, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> so we hear you on that one. But you've had some huge guests on your show, like Matthew McConaughey. I listened to the Alan Cummings episode, and it was what I re really liked about the Alan episode was. So you talked about his book and a lot of the, you know, he brings up a lot of the traumas that he had in his life before becoming, you know, like a famous actor. But not only did you dive in on his book, but then you also went into just personal questions that you wanted to ask him about his career and life. And I thought that was a nice twist. So it's not just solely focused on his book the whole time. Um, that pretty much every question that I asked Alan was in some way, shape or form inspired by something that I read in the book. Mm. And well, you know what, then you did it in such a natural yeah. way that it it made me think it was your curiosity that just fueled so many of those questions. I like I like knowing that it was all tied in, though. Uh, yeah, and you know, it's uh, what it comes down to for me is the questions that I am most interested to ask are the things that I read that I found fascinating that I want to hear them vocalize because mm. you're going to get a slightly different version with each. And usually the, the vocal version is obviously uh, it's a little bit easier to digest, obviously, a 30 to 60 second sound clip versus several pages of a story. But it's so much fun to hear the different versions of that. And Alan, uh, he's funny he is melancholy i mean he's he's able to, to touch a lot of different emotional spots and so that conversation was a ton of fun because it did make me laugh and it, it made me somber at times and hearing him talking about his broken relationship with his father growing up and really confronting him on on how he wasn't better and, and there for him and his brother a little bit more mm -hmm. and there are a lot of examples like that mcconaughey was probably a little bit more fun because it's based on his book green lights and i don't think there was a whole lot of somber like even his dad's death had a tone of hilarity to it he died while having sex with his mom and it was in the middle of matthew shooting uh uh the uh days to confuse movie here in austin and that actually helped him 
channel something inside that led to his best performance in that movie. But then you have conversations with guys like Oliver Stone. This is a, a big highlight for me. I know that Oliver Stone is a polarizing dude. But for me as somebody who grew up in Dallas, who knows that one of the most important things to come out of the city of Dallas is a JFK assassination, mm -hmm. to get to talk to Oliver Stone about his new JFK documentary on the date of the assassination, that was a pretty big deal for me. Wow. That's huge. That's actually a really huge, um, huge name to get. I'll say uh, your podcast, Books on Pod, you know, you do such a beautiful deep dive, not, not only just with the, uh, you know, the authors of these books, but also just lovers of books as well. Um, so I'm going to do a quick dive with you, if you don't yeah. mind. Sure. Favorite author. Oh, wow. That's a tough one. Uh, my favorite <laughs> author all time is Aldous Huxley. Okay. Aldous Huxley, what's his most known uh, his most, his most known book? Brave New World. Brave New World. Oh, that's a good one. How did yeah. I miss that one? <laughs> How did I miss that one? Favorite genre? We're living through it right now. Favorite genre? Uh, favorite <laughs> genre is, um, it's hard to pin it on one genre. I mean, I love sci-fi if I'm reading fiction. Mm -hmm. I uh, do love the idea of looking into the future and trying to predict the future. But it's I going love to hell. It's going to hell in a breadbasket tray. Okay. <laughs> I love a good historical <laughs> look as well. Uh, if you're talking about uh, just uh, something that fascinates me, whether it's exercise or food or um, a neuroscience junkie. So when you start talking about psychology or even the scientific study of how the brain works, all of those things really interest me. The bottom line for me is not so much a genre as much as it is a book that will entertain me by bringing me joy, making me laugh, maybe making me cry, and then also enlightening me on something that I maybe have a base level of information on and can learn a whole lot more. And that's, I guess, one of the points of the podcast, too, is to provide a uh, like a books on tape or books on pod version of that to give people a taste of what you would find in this book or in this film or just looking at this person's life. And so maybe it would make you want to probe uh, that book, that film, or that individual a little bit more. To close out that answer, my last question, the book that changed your life. Book that changed my life. Uh, there's a book called How Life Imitates Chess by Gary Kasparov, the former world chess champion. Uh, he is Russian in origin. He is a big opponent of Vladimir Putin, has been for at least a couple decades now. The book that he wrote called How Life Imitates Chess does a really good job of explaining the importance of always making sure you're thinking several steps ahead, not just when playing a game on a board, but when you're playing the game of life, understanding the different possibilities and uh, making sure that you're prepared for the variety of ways a, a situation could go. That really helped me to truly step outside the box uh, personally and professionally for the first time in my life. I had gone to school here at the University of Texas, had been in radio, was working for a small nationally syndicated show and reached a point where I didn't have a wife or kids and can kind of move around and take some chances if I wanted to. After that, I ended up moving to Oregon for a little bit, then Chicago, and now I am back here in Austin hosting a daily sports radio show, which is a lot of fun, but also getting to partake in this passion project a couple times a week called Books on Pod. That's awesome. So Trey, you, you know, like we said before, you've interviewed a lot of celebs. They've had a lot of books they've put out. If you were going to recommend one celebrity book, which celeb book would you recommend? 
I'm not going to lie. The McConaughey book is good. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that is about as good as it gets because he's pure McConaughey. And even if you're reading the book and not listening to the book on tape or the, uh, the, the digital book, you can hear him in your ears telling these stories. I mean, he writes in his voice. I will say this, though. This isn't book related, but there's, there's one other thing that people need to know about that's coming up on the podcast, and that is the coverage that I've provided for South by Southwest 2022 over the last couple of weeks. I had the pleasure of speaking with some huge names, speaking of big names. I had a conversation with Cheryl Crow about the new documentary that is coming out on her on Showtime in May. Tony Hawk, who was literally five days removed from suffering a compound fracture of his femur, showed up on the red carpet for the premiere of the HBO Max documentary that he's got coming out with. So I had to, I got to have some fun with him. The cast for Atlanta was at South by this year. So I got to fire some questions at them. Ron Howard, who has a new documentary coming out. Rick Linklater, one of the best storytellers in cinematic history. Andrew Zimmern, big guy in the food world. And a bunch of other people that uh, these conversations are going to be popping up over the next couple of months at booksonpod.com. You can go there to hear everything. You can also make sure to connect through social media, of course, and then also subscribe to the various podcast channels as well. That is a, quite the lineup. I mean, Dang. he definitely just put, he said, let me just flex Let on me y'all. drop some names. <laughs> like five minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> that, a good the, the, one, the one other thing that, that I'm going to say about these conversations is mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, they're quick, so it's not going to be a huge time waste for you. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, they're done on a red carpet. And as y'all are probably aware, somebody who are good at the studio thing, I'm assuming that you have at least a little bit of experience with the red carpet. These are very quick, impersonal conversations. So my goal was to make them laugh or smile and then ask something deep in between. And in most cases, I was able to do so. For instance, with Tony Hawk, (laughs) being five days removed from a broken femur, I asked him, am I allowed to cuss on this podcast? You can, we can't, but live your life. Okay, cool. I was, uh, I, I asked, I started the conversation by saying, how does it feel to know that you just pulled the equivalent of a red carpet 1080 and you have officially entered the Bill Murray pantheon where your unofficial middle name is now fucking? And so <laughs> the question I asked after that is the vulnerability that he felt while shooting the documentary. And then I ended the interview by asking him about black Twitter, uh, holding a hypothetical race war a couple years ago, and then uh, asking the question of which white people would you spare? And one of the names that came up was Tony Hawk, and he actually responded to it back in the day. So I asked him uh, where it ranked among his career highlights to know that black Twitter was going to spare his life in that hypothetical race war. So uh, I asked questions like that throughout the entire time. I got a great Wait, dad joke. Wait, what did he say? Off. I got to know what he said. You're going to have to listen to the episode. Oh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Someone taught you very well. <laughs> Cheryl Crow, I got a good dad joke okay. off with uh, with one of her more popular songs. And I, I did that with uh, with the interviews that I just listed throughout things. Ron Howard, I had some fun with the cocoon. Wilfred Brimley meme that's been floating around for several years. So I'd like to think that I was able to strike that tone with a lot of folks. So, Trey, we are always asking creators, uh, you know, hey, this is a recommendation show. Do you have any recommendations for our audience of podcasts that you are listening to that you love? Yeah, a uh, podcast that uh, I love right now that speaks to my inner fitness nerve uh, nerd is called Mind Pump. It's hosted by these three guys who have been in the business for a long time. Uh, they've made plenty of mistakes along the way to learn uh, maybe the right path on certain things. And they just have really frank conversations 
on all things fitness and then they they delve into other worlds at times as well the three dudes on their own are entertaining enough to just do a general radio show but because it is geared towards fitness uh, that is uh, something that uh, I found really satisfying a couple times a week awesome last question before we let you go hardcover or paperback oh that's a such a great question best question of the interview no offense <laughs> hardcover I prefer the hardcover yeah I like uh, I like the hardcover gives you the option of quickly bookmarking the book if your bookmarks right there with the jacket flap. Fair. So that's that's a big reason why I go hardcover. What about you? Same. Paperback? No, the okay. exact same. No, the exact same right. reason. Yeah. It's so funny you say that. That's exactly because I love. I, I hate Kindles. Like yeah. for the exact same reason, I, I like to be able to use the the um, cover. Yeah. I go audiobook. There you look. Audio. We can't hey. save everyone, Trey. We can't save everyone. Look, I know, I know you're saying that somewhat tongue in cheek, but audiobook is still. Hey, if I could have Matthew book, McConaughey read to me, why not, that's guys? Fair. Why that's not? Because Obama's book is, a, is a, a, a book. <laughs> and Will Smith's book is a, a beast. I, I probably would preferred. Obama's book was boring. He just what, did no, he read it? No, 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 no. I said it was a, it was a, a whole pamphlet. <laughs> Oh, I see. So thick, I see. yeah. To gotcha. I, that that is the one book I am ashamed to say that I do have in audio form because it was so thick. <laughs> Who has the time, Trey? Who got the time, Obama. Who has the time. <laughs> did Barack do a good job of reading it? Yeah, yeah, he did. There's there's I, some there's some people whose voices you kind of want to hear. Uh, and I'll say this: uh, I have snippets of Will's also in audio format, but I do have the actual hardcover. Um, of his book, but there are certain parts that, you know, when they read it, they're reliving that emotion, mm-hmm. right? And so when you get an actor who is uh, well-versed in emotions as Will Smith, it, it really just takes you there and it just creates a whole nother experience uh, for you. So I, I will say that little caveat if you're listening to the audio experience. I have had a good friend whose opinion I respect more than most uh, mm-hmm. say great things about the Will Smith audiobook. Yeah. So I haven't checked that one out yet, unfortunately. Will declined my invitation, but uh, if, and when, <laughs> if and when I uh, end up consuming that book, I'm probably going to do so in audio book form. Yeah, That's I would. Awesome. It's, it's a thicky. <laughs> well, for all you book lovers out there, yeah. make sure you check out Trey Ellings' Books on Pod, and yeah. we'll put up a link on podsauce.com directly to his podcast. Put up the Matthew McConaughey episode because he spoke so highly of that one. So Absolutely. Let's, yeah, put up a link to that one. Thank you so much, Trey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.